David gave us this question. How do you know? Mm. How do you know it's your intuition? And he said, you, you kept saying you can't do it wrong. And that's not the way the world operates. Everything is right or wrong, good or bad, pretty or ugly. Welcome to True and Unpolished with Lydia Singleton and Mary Howe. Our intention is to uplift, amuse, and inspire you to create more of a life you'll love through sharing our always true and often unpolished conversations. Let's get authentic, everybody. So after last week's episode, which is really, really good, I'm, I'm super proud of last week. And it was Carrie and Mary and I, and we talked about Oracle cards and kind of unpacked them and told you our view on them and really what the intention behind Oracle cards is very different from the tarot, um, very different uh, than really anything else. Uh, when it comes to trying to get in touch with your intuition and building your intuition. But our number one fan had a question and the question was around, you know, how, like we did a lot of, this is what we do and said, you know, uh, trust yourself and just whatever you're drawn to and that sort of thing. And it reminded me that when I was a leader of a spiritual community, I gave a talk every week. And afterwards, people would come up to me and they'd say, oh, my gosh, you know, thank you for that message. And this was my favorite part. And they would tell me their favorite part. And they would say, oh, when you said, and I would think to myself, I did not say that. (laughs) And I, I bring this up because we hear what we need to hear. So there, you know, when it comes to why and how you're everything you hear is filtered through the consciousness that you have. So let's say, and this is kind of early on in my journey, the kind of thing I would say, I want a house, I want a house, I want a house, I want a big house, I want a big house, I want a big house. And the energy behind that, the only reason why we want anything is because we think we'll be happier once we get it, right? And our soul has a longing and that longing is greater than our human wanting. So really what we're trying to get when we're, when we're going for that intuition, when we're asking the question, you know, the question is paramount. So if you're asking the question of what is the next step for my highest good, because your highest good is ultimately your joy, even if currently the next step is going to be, you know, a little uncomfortable. So everything is filtered through our consciousness. You, I could read this card, you know, I'm actually doing a daily card reading. And when I do that, I talk about my intuition behind the card for the people who are listening. And what I know is that they're going to hear exactly what they need to hear. If their question is, what do I need to know for my highest good? If that's the energy behind their question. Today, we decided to talk about intuition because the last episode focused on oracle cards because we talk about that a lot and so today um we wanted to talk about that and the reason was is because david gave us this question how do you know Mm. how do you know it's your intuition and he said you you kept saying you can't do it wrong 
And that's not the way the world operates. Everything is right or wrong, good or bad, pretty or ugly. So especially for very logical, scientific-minded people, this concept of listening to your intuition is foreign. And I think that was his point. Um, And also he said the concept of letting yourself be drawn to something is intimidating. Mm. So you've got this world that we live in that operates in very black and white terms. This is the right way to do it. This is the wrong way to do it. And this concept of, um, or feeling of in intimidation because, um, because you're letting life show you the way mm-hmm. that's intimidating. Yeah, I totally see that. And honestly, too, I think a big piece of this is about trust and trust is always primary to trust yourself, trust myself. So when I say I don't trust a person, really underneath that is lack of trust for me. So that would be saying, I don't trust me to know how to navigate around this person. And the reality is you do. Uh, and even if you're in a moment where you, you can't reach that place, there is a part of you that is always operating. And that part knows. And so we're trying to quiet the thinking mind. So intuition speaks through our thoughts, but it doesn't, it's not born of them, you know, so thought isn't where intuition comes from. It's what intuition comes through. Thought is only one way that it comes through. Right. I mean, mean, different people have different gifts. And I think one thing to sort of mention and whether you believe this is true or not, whether you believe you're intuitive or not, it's in all of us. I mean, we all mm-hmm. have a soul or this unending part of ourselves mm-hmm. that is there our whole life. Yes. And, yes. Um, you know, sometimes we're more connected to it than we are at other times. Uh, so David gave a good example of say, like with the Myers-Briggs, you take that test and you're looking at introvert and extrovert qualities it's on a continuum and everybody has some in introverted qualities and some extroverted qualities Mm -hmm. but what he was saying is say I want to be and for instance be an extrovert then I mean I, I can easily take that test and skew the results of the test mm-hmm. so that it's not accurate yes. it's not really a true reflection of who I am and so that that's a, an example of how we do that in our lives all the time mm-hmm. and I think that um I mean I think it's a really good question mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think part of what may be the first step is being open to suspending that idea that there is right and wrong, black and white, and that, you know, that tension of opposites. And what happens, I think, ironically, when you do that, and you open up to what's right and wrong, then your intuition can inform you what is right and wrong for you. 
you know, it's kind of a paradox. But first, if you are in that space where you think there is right and there is wrong, there is black and there is white, what your intuition can't get through that, that rigidity. Your intuition comes through softness. It comes through, um, you know, being supple, like a newborn child, as the Tao Te Ching says. And you said supple. 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 Isn't that right? Or supple? Supple, supple. That's a funny word. Sounds like something that um, a Turk would do. Supple, 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 supple. It sounds like gobble, gobble, gobble. (laughs) Do you ever say a word over and over again until it loses all its meaning? Oh, yeah. Today we were, I was writing a word I can't remember what word it was now but I oh it was gourmet mm. writing gourmet lettuce mix on tags at Sal's old-timey feed and seed where I <laughs> plant stuff and um yeah gourmet and I I kept writing it and I was like oh gosh am I writing this oh yeah I know I know yeah. when you're like that cannot be the way you spell that right and I'm like um it's kind of uh elementary literally um okay so yeah I wrote down because to answer David's question um how do you know in regards to being drawn to something how do you know in regards to is this your intuition or or something else yeah and I I so I've made a list of a few things, but mindfulness and non practicing non-judgment mm-hmm. was on the list. But one of the big things that I tell people, my clients is the best way to know is actually hind- with hindsight. Mm-hmm. So you actually, and which kind of sucks because it, it's already happened but even if um so so you have states of mind you have the um logical part that's in your mind in your brain you know your thinking part the part that is rational and reasonable and logical and mathematical scientific then you have your emotion mind that's like in your heart the emotions that's passionate and um impulsive and emotional so then you have so those those are two states of mind and then the third state is if you had a venn diagram emotions would be on one side and reason reason would be on the other side and in the middle is what I like to call the heart sense. So even though your emotions are in your kind of in your heart area, um, heart sense to me is like in the gut. So if you pull that logic down and you pull that emotion down into your gut Mm -hmm. and listen to that, but in order to do that, you have to quiet your mind and practice non-judgment so that you can actually get to that place where you can like pull it all into your gut. So Deepak Chopra calls that swallowing the deal. So before, you know, you'd make a deal on something, a car or whatever, swallow it, sleep with it, be with it, you know, uh, and, and 
you know, you might say, well, wait a minute, I have a deadline. You know, the meeting is at in an hour, you know, when Mary said you can't get it wrong, you literally can't get it wrong because every time you follow it, your intuition gets bigger. It's like a muscle. And, you know, when you use it, it gets bigger. So that is reminds me of something that I have told before, but it is when I was first being introduced to intuition, I started to follow everything that I thought. (laughs) So I had the thought, you should go on a walk. And so I was like walking around the whole island, like everywhere. I did walk over here at that bench. And Mary has heard this a billion times, but literally I would, I sat on the bench and I'm like, oh God, I bet there's like money underneath. Somebody dropped like a hundred dollar bill, you know, and that was not happening. There was nothing. I kept following the intuition to nowhere. And what was happening is because I am a cerebral person, the rigidity that my intuition needed to get through was that thinking mind in order to get to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you look at it in terms of the Enneagram, you know, there is the the heart, the feeling, emotional kind of people who go to their emotions for guidance, you know, usually, and they're listening to their emotions. But ironically, whatever kind we are, so there's the heart, there's the instinct. My husband's an instinct guy and I'm a cerebral. Uh, And whatever one you are, your intuition at first has to get through that thing. Like that's the rigidity that your intuition has to get through because we've learned habits of going to that instead of our intuition, you know, instead of our intuition. Yes. Uh, To kind of go back to the hindsight thing. And I had that long explanation of like, listen to that gut heart sense kind of thing. When we do that, like if I act because I'm a emotion, more emotion minded person if I'm always if I am acting from my emotional state of mind sometimes I confuse that with no this is what my gut is telling me this is the right thing to do Um, but my emotions are fueling it so if I act on that emotion say I yell at somebody or um, or I make a decision about something that's based on the emotion and afterward it doesn't work it's not effective for what I'm trying in alignment with what I'm trying to accomplish or what I truly want for myself then I've learned the lesson so if I use hindsight in that way to kind of go through the experience do the things that get me in trouble or cause me suffering and then I reflect back not with judgment like oh Mary you did it wrong but I reflect back and say oh I was in an emotional state when I made that decision Mm -hmm. or oh that was a very logical like logical sounds all good and everything you know when everybody's talking about science is real all the time it is science is absolutely real that's the only thing I don't really get on that sign that is in everybody's front yards is because yes science is real and it's also not the only thing Mm -hmm. so so my point is you can like go to that logical linear mind and get stuck there but if you're going to a wedding 
and you're just sitting there, you know, on the wall looking at all the logical linear things, then you're not enjoying that experience. So in those cases, you know, being able to tap into that emotional state of being is actually beneficial. Then you get out there and start dancing and, you know, socializing and having fun and enjoying your experience. So, so the, the, the idea here is to begin to recognize where, where, what state of mind was I in and use that information to reflect back when things don't go the way that you want them to go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then that's a way. So that's the hindsight in particular is one way to strengthen the intuition. Yeah, that is really helpful. And this whole episode is a big create more. Uh, and I will go back to a little bit what I was saying, because I think that, you know, Mary and I are different people. Did y'all know that? that we're not media we're not media or or how else can you marry those larry (laughs) that's it we're not larry oh my god what happened with that laugh um but yeah we're not larry and so you know we both have different kind of insights on this intuition question so whatever resonates with you guess what that's your intuition Whichever, whichever story that you're drawn to. And I will just highlight again that there, you know, I believe that, you know, intuition that is coming from our soul and not a thought that is coming from our emotions or our, our mind, our logic, um, or science (laughs) is a feeling place. Both of those things are feeling. So I would say when you are reflecting back, recognize how you were feeling and you might feel like empowered, like, oh, good. I know what to do. I'm going to do this, right? Feel how that felt. How did that feel? Because that's a different feeling space than, oh, because to me, intuition feels like wonder. It's like, oh, you know, and um, there is a quality to that space. And if you, when you reflect back, you see what, especially when you do it well, you know, when you followed your intuition and it worked out, go back to that. What was that moment like? What did it feel? So like? My cousin, Sally, she is just the most lovely person. Um, and she went through a divorce about the same. I mean, kind of it started a little bit before mine did. And one of the things that she used to say is hindsight is 50-50 throw things up in the air and I have a 50 percent chance of getting it right right um and so we laughed a lot about that because because of our experiences and what we were going through in our um respective divorces you know it was it was a good way to laugh at like the ludicrousy of it like how many signs did I miss along the way Mm -hmm. that led me to where I am but at the same time all of it you know for me is on purpose yes that's what I was gonna say because think about it so if you follow it and it doesn't work out that was on purpose because now anything becomes purposeful the moment you decide okay this is going to be on purpose so what is it what was that situation trying to teach me and 
a lot of times it is. You didn't follow your intuition. You were following something else. And the next step, that card came because you needed to make the mistake in order to get to the next place of understanding your intuition. Or you needed to learn the lesson. There was a lesson to be learned. Yes. And and um, I think if you're just beginning and you're just beginning drawing the card and you do the thing and it doesn't work out, that that is exactly what your intuition needed to get breakthrough to you. That was exactly the lesson you needed in order for your intuition to break through to you. Okay. So I guess what I was thinking about is suffering because, you know, how do you know is a good question. And I think we're, I think we're doing it. I hope, I hope we're doing a a good job of explaining that how, you know, some ways to know. Um, I think another question is what's the point, right? Why, why bother? Right. And to me, it's, all about suffering. I mean, everything that I teach, because personally, I suffered so much emotional pain that um, that's what I want to help people with is their emotional suffering. And that is the reason why this is important Mm -hmm. and valuable. Mm -hmm. And all of that, all of the, um, you know, who are they? All the big names, the Eckhart Tolls, the Artoli, I never remember, and the Deepak Chopras and the Esther Hicks, the Abraham, all that stuff, Byron Katie, they say that all suffering comes down to just this one thing. And that is, am I accepting what is or not? right? And the Buddhist tradition would say the mind is Maya. So as soon as we start with the judgment, the black and the white, and in my experience, rigidity feels bad. And if it had an opposite, I don't think it is the supple, 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 supple. I think if it has an opposite, it is intuition. Intuition is the opposite of rigidity? Yeah. If it had an opposite. Well, right. So intuition comes through openness yes intuition comes through a clear mind whereas rigidity is closed off that's right or or thinking i have i have the answers i'm right yes Uh, or or i'm wrong you know like that judgment yes is rigidity and you know i would say that my suffering is definitely always dependent on that am I open so am I open to the present or not and Eckhart Tolle also says that there are only three things to do in any situation change the situation yeah it's change the situation leave the situation or accept the situation everything else is not your intuition it's ego it's crazy so well that's what the serenity prayer is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's and that's about except right that's exactly what it is mm-hmm. so three choices whatever it is that you're questioning whatever it is that i'm questioning there is three choices you change it you leave it you accept it 
that's it. And your intuition will be telling you one of those things. Hmm. Well, Abraham says, I love this. Take a nap. Yeah. Hate or take a nap. If you don't know what to do or you're not in um, the right space mm-hmm. to emotional, whatever, take a nap That's or right. meditate. Yes. It's a reset. Whatever you need to do to reset. If you're angry, doing some kind of physical activity because we feel that in our body we feel anger in our body and it gets trapped in there unless you let it out through some way so take a jog take a run play tennis yeah you will be much wiser after tennis um well i would i would just add that anger is an energy emotion so is anxiety Mm-hmm. Um, and so that energy, because what happens is your body releases adrenaline, cortisol in those situations, and that is a survival mechanism. Um, so that energy is intended for survival. If you're afraid, then your body re- releases those hormones so that you can run. Mm-hmm. or protect yourself mm-hmm. same with anger i mean it it works in the same way and so so what we do as humans is if there's a tiger in the room then we get afraid if we go back the next week and the tiger's gone then we've still got that past memory mm-hmm. in our in our mind and we react in the same way we mm-hmm. think oh no that tiger might be there mm-hmm. and instead of you know telling ourselves no it's safe right we get trapped in that past thinking mentality and so then the that survival mechanism is reacted and we're not in a life-threatening situation so it's not necessary but our body reacts in the same way so then that energy gets trapped and that's why doing exercise or burning that energy off is so helpful yes and that energy will be screaming through your thoughts through your emotions and So the key is that's not your intuition. That's your emotions. That's, you know, so you want to, um, that reset that take a walk, meditate, you know, physical activity, whatever it is that you, you know, you take a nap, that reset is, is quieting that down. So it doesn't inform all of your thoughts and you actually think it's your intuition when in reality, it's your thoughts. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I would say, too, that a good therapist is a great thing because they, whether they know it or not, they are using intuition because they do not have, you know, a dog in the fight. They do not, they're not you. So they can see from a different perspective. So if you're coming from emotion, uh, my therapist says, my spidey senses tell me Uh, that's the words that she uses. And so a good therapist will be accessing their intuition and your intuition because that I think they're all really the same they meet together and I mean it could be a good friend or a good coach or good any you know any helper yeah I think that 
you know, being able to calm the thoughts, calm the emotions yeah. so that um, they're tapping into that wisdom, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mary um, and I do that for one another, but I can tell you that there are times where all of a sudden I can see that what I, I've decided, oh, this is what Mary needs to know. And so as soon as I'm I know this is what she needs to know. And I'm not open to the next thing that comes out of her mouth. I no longer am accessing my intuition, but rather the part of me that wants to be right. And that's when I'm like, no, you're wrong. Right. Well, she says I'm wrong every time, even if I'm right. I do not say that. That is not true. I'm doing it now though. (laughs) See, she did it. She always does. And then she, at the end, she's like, oh yeah. Okay. That's the same. All right. We got there. Uh, but yeah, a good friend and, and it's not friend in necessarily the way the world thinks of it to bring it back to what David brought up. Yes, this is not the same way that you were taught. Likely you were likely taught the world works. And what we're saying is the world works that way if you work it that way, but if you work it this way, it works another way. So why bother? Right. Why Why bother? bother? Because I want to be happy. Right. Well, you can't always be happy, Lydia. No, but I want to be comfortable. I want to trust myself. Content. Yeah. I want to be. I don't want to suffer. I mean, so to me, suffering is um, staying trapped in the pain, the pain that is inevitable. So, uh, you know, pain is valuable pain serves a purpose um but we keep it going with our thoughts or our emotions that then fuel more thoughts so we keep the pain going when pain is meant to serve the purpose and move through and leave so i think you know when people would and i know i know that um when you said i just want to be happy that's not exactly what you meant but that is commonly what happens when people come to therapy I just want to be happy yeah and I'm like I'm sorry wrong <laughs> place you know I That's am right. so so sorry yes. um I can't help you with that I can help you create more happiness yeah I can help you tolerate the pain Um, but you're never going to be happiness is not a permanent state. No, mm -mm. but that's that quote, you know, pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. And so when people say they want to be happy, I think what they mean is I don't want to suffer. And you, you do have a choice whether or not you live a life in which you suffer. And I, I feel really good about the things that Mary and I, are giving to you guys, Carrie, all of our guests. I feel very, very good about it. And I feel like, you know, your intuition is telling you to keep listening to us. And to do that, you've got to subscribe, everybody. You've got, how did that work? Did I, did that, was that seamless? You nailed it. I feel like I nailed it. Subscribe, everybody, please. Pretty And please. like this episode. Yeah. And we're on YouTube. We're everywhere you get your podcast, Spotify. I whatever the I is, because I have an Android phone, you know, it's all out there. Apple Podcasts, that's what it's called. So everybody, if you- I, Apple Podcasts. 
I am serving. This is the voice of your intuition. And it is telling you to subscribe to True and Unpolished and like us on Facebook and follow us on Facebook and Instagram and message us to tell us that you're doing that so that we feel even better than we do in this moment. (laughs) I will be happy when you all subscribe. Okay. But seriously, one, if your intuition is saying, no, don't do it, then you can listen to that. And um, it is helpful in getting the message out there. And so we hope that you will um, do that. So more people um, know about what we're, we're doing and talking about. Well, my intuition tells me that I think we're done. So you have been listening to True and Unpolished, the podcast. Let's see what happens next.